The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting, designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. Well, just because you own a home doesn't necessarily mean you have complete exposure to real estate. There are areas of the broader market that you're missing, like apartments and offices and industrial properties. Thankfully, real estate ETFs are an easy fix for plugging the missing gaps inside your portfolio. And today's ETF battle is an audience-requested triple header between real estate ETFs from BlackRock, Vanguard, and Schwab. So find out who wins right after this. You're watching ETF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge, and it's nice to see you. If you're here for the first time, be sure to hit that subscribe button to ensure you don't miss any of our timely episodes. Also, if you have a certain ETF battle matchup that you'd like to see, hit the comment section below with our, your ticker symbols. You can also visit our Twitter feed at ETF Guide and make it good because if you do and we feature your battle on the show, well, guess what? You're going to win your choice of an ETF Battles mug or a t-shirt. Just a quick reminder to visit the description section below. There's lots of good resources down there. I'm hosting an upcoming webinar on retirement distribution planning. We're going to be talking about when you should convert an IRA to a Roth. We'll talk about distributions from IRAs and 401k plans and how those impact your Social Security in uh, income. Also, we'll discuss strategies for reducing or eliminating taxes in retirement. And these, again, are just some of the topics that will be covered in that upcoming webinar. So I encourage you to register if you're at or near retirement. Just again, visit the description section below for more details. So today's ETF battle is a matchup that was requested by Navy Man 83 and Base Rock. And so we combined their battle requests and we flipped it into a triple header. That's right, we consolidated their requests, a little mergers and acquisition activity going on on the show. And uh, this one is between three real estate ETFs. We've got BlackRock, Charles Schwab, and Vanguard going head-to-head. -head. And congratulations uh, to these two viewers. You're going to win an ETF battle shirt. So visit the comments section below for instructions to claim your prize. Now, judging today's high-stakes contest is Tom Vegas with Bloomberg and John Davey with Astoria Portfolio Advisors. It's Tom's first time on the show. So, Tom, a cordial welcome. It's great to have you on ETF Battles, and great to have you back, John. Good to see both of you. Good to be here. Welcome, Tom. Thanks, guys. So we got our four battle categories, cost, exposure, strategy, and then we combine performance and yield, and then we've got our mystery category. Now, the mystery category is where our judges can choose that factor or maybe several factors 
that they feel are pertinent to today's matchup. And that mystery category could be the deciding factor in which of these ETFs wins the battle. I've got the scorekeeping chores. We'll go through each one of these battle categories one at a time. Our judges are going to pick the ETF winner. They can also nominate wild cards if they don't like any of the ETFs in this contest, or they can protest. It's completely up to them. And the more mayhem per capita that we can have on the show, all the better. So let's get this battle started with the first category, um, which is cost. John, please get us started. Who wins the battle? Sure. So in this one, it's pretty clear. The Schwab ETF, the SCHH, is seven basis points. So it's cheaper than the uh, REIT ETF from iShares and cheaper than the Vanguard uh, VNQ, which is 14 bips and 12 bips, respectively. Thank you, John. That's a good start. And Tom, we shift to you. How do you see it in terms of cost? Yeah, I know it's, uh, it's pretty obvious here. 12 basis points is the uh, Vanguard one and, and Schwab is seven, which is pretty rare, right? You don't really see uh, Vanguard being the most expensive in the category, but they have the most assets. They sort of really own that real estate category. So it looks like they have some pricing power there. Um, you know, we always like to look at total cost of ownership. I will say the Vanguard one does trade a lot more. So the spreads are a little bit tighter with the uh, with the Vanguard fund or the Schwab one. But I'm going to have to give this one to Schwab. Vanguard usually wins in the cost category everywhere else. But uh, Schwab is almost like a little mini Vanguard. So, uh, you know, it's almost half the cost of the, the Vanguard one. So definitely Schwab. Thank you, Tom. We next shift to exposure strategy. So, Tom, you're still up. How do you see it between these three ETFs? Yeah, for the most part, they're all pretty diversified. Um, why I like the iShares one, REIT, is um, I think it's diversified in two ways. One, it's got some international in there. So both the Schwab and the Vanguard one are all U.S. So this one does have about 70% U.S. There's some other... Um, a little bit in Japan. So international has been doing all right right now. So it's sort of like the, the global exposure. Also within the REIT breakdown, um, both the Schwab and the Vanguard one are pretty heavy in specialized REITs. I find that the iShares one is a little bit more diversified across all the different REIT categories. So industrials, healthcare REITs, retail REITs. So I like the diversification within the REIT sector and also their global, uh, their global breakdown. So I'll give this one to, to the iShares. Thank you, Tom. I got you down for REIT, R-E-E-T. Uh, we shift to John. How do you see it uh, in terms of exposure strategy between these three funds? So I'm going to agree with Tom. Um, you know, at Astoria Portfolio Advisors, you know, we build portfolios for other financial advisors. And we're always thinking about, you know, the macroeconomic cycle, where valuations are, where earnings are, and how do you build a properly diversified portfolio. So one of the big key themes for us this year is to be global in nature. The U.S. is about to embark on a rate hiking cycle. It's a lot more expensive than the rest of the world. So I would give the the edge a little bit to REET REIT from iShares, just because it is um, you know more globally diversified. Um, I don't have any issues with you know the other products, but I just think you want to be more global in, in nature this year. The next category is performance and yield, and we've got these two combined. And of course, yield. This is a real estate focused matchup, so yield's a big deal. John, you're still up. Give us your take. So on um, performance, you know, year to date, I mean, you always want to look at, you know, five, 10 year time horizons. You know, I, ju I just don't think one, two, three years is enough. But if we just go through it, so year to date REIT for my shares is the winner. Uh, the Schwab is better on a one year basis. Beyond that, you know, V&Q, um, you know, tends to have better performance, you know, on a three, five year basis and 10 year basis. Um, 
So I would say, you know, kind of V&Q wins in the sunset. There's just longer track record, longer history, better outperformance over long periods of time. Thank you, John. Tom, you're up next. How do you see it in terms of performance and yield? Sure. I'm actually split here. Uh, performance, I like VNQ uh, for the same points John said. Over, over the long term, it's really done a lot better than Schwab. And really, they have pretty much the same portfolio. The overlap is pretty strong. What's interesting about the Vanguard one is they hold their own mutual fund in that. And that's actually where a lot of the performance has come from. So I'll give Vanguard the performance uh, check. But on the yield side, I like REIT. Again, going over global... Um, so Schwab's yield is only about 1.6. You're getting that in the S&P anyways. Uh, Schwab's is a little bit higher at 2.7, but you're getting 3.3 with the REIT one. Um, just keep in mind, there's some currency effect in there. So when you're going global, but from a yield perspective and for some of the points that we were talking about with international, I'll give it to REIT. So I'm, I'm split here. Performance to Vanguard, but yield for uh, for REIT. Thank you very much, Tom. And you know, you know Ron, I, Ron, I didn't yeah, actually give my answer for yield. Um, can I Can I go backwards? Absolutely. Okay. And I, and I, uh, I apologize for uh, o- overlooking that. It's not the first mistake that I've ever made on the show, but go ahead. Correct us. You know, I'm going to throw a flag on the play for that uh, error. Uh, um, so, a flag yeah. on the referee, right? Yeah, I love it. Referee. So there's um, a wild card that I want to throw in. It's a, it's a triple net lease ETF. Ticker is NETL. Um, it's the net lease corporate real estate ETF. It actually gives you a 4.72% yield. So higher than REIT, which is 3.4. And then the Vanguard is, you know, 2.8. So, you know, these are tri- triple net lease um, REITs. Uh, I think it's, you know, an up and coming issuer, fundamental income. We have net L in our enhanced income ETF model portfolio. Uh, it was one of the top 10 ETFs that I put out when I did my ETF outlook for the coming year. So I would say just from a, a, like a most attractive yield perspective, we I'd give the edge to, to net L. Excellent. Thank you, John, for giving us that. And now we go to the next category, which is the mystery category. That's where our judges can pick a single factor or multiple factors uh, to persuade us and give us their analysis. So uh, let's go back to Tom. Tom, what's your mystery battle category and who wins it? Sure. So uh, this one's going to be sort of it's a little bit ETF nerdy, but operationally um, how they handle uh, capital gain distributions. Right. And that's why we love ETFs. They don't really pay out capital gain distributions. I'm going to give it to Vanguard in terms of efficiency because, um, like I said, they they hold their own mutual fund. Uh, they haven't paid out a capital gain distribution uh in, in this fund ever. So I like that in terms of their, their efficiency. Because if you do look at the iShares one, because it's international, it's a little bit quirky there with how they can do create and redeems. They have paid out a capital gain distribution. So it's just keep in mind on the global ones, sometimes you can't be as efficient there. So I'm going to give this mystery category of efficiency to Vanguard. Thank you, Tom. You're up next. John, in terms of your mystery battle category, tell us what it is and who wins it. Sure. So at, you know, at Astoria Portfolio Advisors, we're always building, you know, models and portfolios and, you know, we are fundamentally driven. So when I look at like growth estimates, you know, on the 2022 earnings per share estimate, you know, the iShares one has the highest growth estimates at 14.3%. So it's better than the Vanguard one, better than the Schwab one. So I think when you combine, you know, the fact that it's global in nature, better earnings prospect, I just think iShares, you know, it, it winds up being like the best, you know, fit for us at Astoria Advisors, you know, when we're looking at portfolios. 
Very good. Well, now we move to the part of the program where our judges get to give us their final overall ETF battle winner. John, you're up. Give it to us. Yeah. So just as I alluded to in the last uh, you know, category, I think RET, REIT, is the better overall category. It's globally diversified. You know, it's got stocks in the U.S. It's got stocks internationally. It's got better growth prospects. So I give that as the overall winner. Um, you know, you're not paying you know too much more in terms of like you know basis points in terms of management fee. So I like it. It's three point four percent yield. Um, it's lower than my wild card, the triple net lease ETF, but you're not sacrificing too much yield by owning it overall. So that that's my battle category winner REIT for my shares. Thank you, John. Your last opportunity, Tom, to weigh in with your overall battle winner. Tell us. Sorry, I'm not going to have a lot of beef with John here because I, I like REIT too uh, for a lot of the same reasons. I like global. It's got more holdings. It, like we were saying, not only is it globally diversified and within the REIT sector, but it's got more holdings. Um, and uh, at least for this year, um, you know, for people looking for yield, it's got better yield. It's only two basis points more expensive than than Vanguard. So it's really on the same level with them. So, uh, you know, it's odd that we don't always pick a Vanguard fund, but I like REIT here. Very good. Well, our judges have spoken, and today's overall ETF battle winner is REIT. That's ticker symbol R-E-E-T from BlackRock. And our judges uh, had varying opinions. They did agree on uh, the cost, the lower cost being for the Schwab ETF, but that's uh, that's about it. Well, they did agree also on exposure strategy, uh, and, and certainly uh, REIT, as both of them mentioned, has broader exposure. You're getting some... Uh, international uh, real estate uh, exposure there. You do not get that with the Schwab or the Vanguard ETFs. Also, John mentioned some great points, liking the higher yield of REET and also the better growth prospects. So um, again, both of our judges giving the nod to REET. John mentioning a nice wild card uh, mentioned there for the triple net lease ETF, NETL. He likes that ETF. It's got a Pretty decent yield of 4.72%, so uh, check that one out. But again, uh, great job to both of you for uh, breaking down and helping us sort through today's real estate ETF showdown. Nice analysis and keep up the good work. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Which ETF battles would you like to see in our next episode? Post your ETF ticker symbols in our YouTube comment section below or hit us up on Twitter at ETF Guide. And if we choose your battle, well, then guess what? You're going to win your choice of an ETF battle shirt or a coffee mug. That does it for today's show. Thanks for watching. I'm Rondo Leggy. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com.
Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.